We're over the algorithms and ready for more authenticity. Today, we're exploring the impact of social media on individuality and giving you the keys to discovering your own taste. You don't want to miss this. All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Hey. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey, boo-boos. How's it going? How are you today? I am well. I'm feeling really good this today, on today. On today, I am feeling really good. Isn't that what they do? Yeah. I'm feeling really good. The Keith if, Lee hand. Yeah. If you're watching us on YouTube, you see what I'm talking about. And you should be. Yeah. If you're not yet subscribed to our YouTube, hit the link down in the show notes. Subscribe and come see us. Come see us. Come and see us for once. Come and see us for once. And don't just look, subscribe. So I'm feeling really good today. I was off from work. That always is. I know. And I was like chilling. I had my jazz in the background playing. I had a candle burning. I was ready to like get into the podcasty things that I had to do, the work mm. things that I had to do. And I was just like, more of this, Lord. Please. You know, I'm like, this in. is how I would love for my days to begin. Flow, yes. Flowing up. Yes. Go. It's like, just a different energy. It is. A different cadence. I wasn't rushing to do anything, which felt good. I was going to take Graham out to see the color purple. Oh, yeah. The day got away from you. No, it didn't get away from me. It never it never went in that direction. I had to honor myself. Was she disappointed? Or? She didn't even, she must didn't remember because she didn't call me and I didn't remind her. I said honoring self hey, today. I wanted to stay close Sometimes it works to home. like that. I feel you. And that has like a good four hours, two Five. hours for them. I, that's you what gotta I was go like, bro. You got to get ready. You got to go pick her up, go to the movie, watch the movie, then take her home, then get back home. That'd be the day. Yeah. And and honestly, I could have made it work, but I had other you things that I to. need to do. I, not I didn't want to. I just had other priorities. There were other things higher on my priority list that I needed to take care of. So it wasn't a day for the color purple. 
The yeah, day for I the color black. Black girl bravado. I haven't seen it yet still. Me either. Supposedly it's streaming though. Oh, it might be. And I might have to just send her the money and say, order it on me. I order it and send it to her TV. <laughs> She wanted the she, bonding yeah, time. Yeah, she, she wants the experience. She wanted she, the QT. She likes going to the with movies. With her QT. Exactly. But she does. She loves to get a little popcorn and do all of yeah, that. Yeah, we all and, love that. You yeah. know, it's the whole movie experience that definitely is different from watching it at home. And I'll give it to her. It just wasn't today. Yeah, I feel you. It wasn't today. But I'm how feeling, are you? I'm feeling good. This week is shocking because this has been a full work week, but it feels shorter then the previous week, where now week was shortened. It don't feel short to me. I woke up on Wednesday. I said, damn, it's only Wednesday. Yeah. Why? It's been going well for me. You know, I like when it goes like this. Yeah. I cherish the moment. Cherish the day. When it feels like this. Yeah. So I'm feeling good. Coming off the heels of a, an amazing staycation. I think that's what's been the wind beneath my fucking Yeah, that's wings. what's been blowing you I through I think the that's week. what's been the wind beneath my wings this week. I'm still riding on that high. Now I got to set something else up. Yeah. That really is a key. Somebody said, as a woman, the key to living a good life is having a trip and a dinner reservation book. <laughs> <laughs> as it long is. as you have those things on the calendar, it gives you hope. And the ability to fight another day. It does. You can keep going. You can keep going. I, lo- I loved it. I, and I love spending time together and, yeah, you know, doing things that we both value and appreciate. It's just, it's top 10. It is. Top two and it ain't. So I've been riding on that. I know. Drifting on a memory. Ooh. Ain't no place I'd rather be than with you. Yeah. Exactly. Good, <laughs> good. No, it was, it was a really good time. Yeah. It was a good time. We'll, so, we'll do it again. We have to. We must. We will. We must. I like the idea of us doing something in the winter. That was our first time doing like a little something in the winter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're usually outside in the summer. Yeah. But it takes for you to keep reminding yourself, like, I can't compare this to the summer or what I would be doing in it here during the hotter times. Right. You know, like, just appreciate the, like, fire and the cool yeah, and the slow. Yeah. Because, baby, we be waiting on the sun and being by the pool and drinking a cocktail. Yeah. And having our bikinis. Yeah. You know, it's the like whole all of that energy. But yeah. yeah. I was thinking that too. I want to go somewhere where it's cold and like the cabin vibe. Yeah. An Aspen. Yeah. You know, we deserve to be an Aspen mm-hmm. on the slope. Something cute. So anyway, mm. we're here. We are. You know. <laughs> we're here and we are queer. Just so y'all don't get it fucked up, this is not Starbucks. If you are watching on YouTube, YouTube. this is a Whole Foods matcha. Period. Okay. Because the girls are still on the Yeah, we're Starbucks still train. standing on business. Mm-hmm. But speaking of standing on business, I feel like we really stood on business last month with our be- Becoming or Being That Girl series. Yes. Those episodes did what they needed to do. I felt like they did, but you guys affirmed that they did from the downloads, from the sharing, from the response that we got. Yeah. So that felt really good. One of the homegirls said, I'm really going to miss this series. She did. And that was pressure. Oh, I, oh that was damn. Pressure. She applied pressure. I'm like, ooh, the expectation is high. I love that, though, honestly, because like I was sharing with Brittany. So this has been our first, not first month. We've been widespread now for what, two months? That's it? Yeah, starting November 1st, December 1st. So, you know, oh December December was a short month for us. So January was like, you know, getting to it, being widespread back on all platforms, which is it been exciting and we love. So having this level of reception for the work that we're putting in, being back on the charts, Apple charts, you know, <laughs> where we belong, <laughs> <laughs> where we live, where we have a home, that's been rewarding. And I had shared with Brittany that 
I expect this. The amount of work and effort that we are putting into this show and like thinking of new and innovative topics and ways to present this information to you all. I expect for the reception to be there. I expect to be on the motherfucking charts. No, for real. We and put you should all. expect that too from yourselves, y'all. You know, when you put your efforts and your work into something, expect to get the rewards. Yeah. To reap the harvest. For sure. So for yes, sure. but it is a lot of pressure. It is. It's a lot of pressure. I mean, because fuck January. We have been doing this for seven years. We have yeah. over 300 episodes. Every time it's time to think of more, I'm like, what else is there to say? And he keeps giving us ideas. But then like Mary says... All that I can say. Stop it. Stop it. That, that's funny, too. All that I can say. When we were like episode 20, we were like, what else can we talk about? I know. But we, we were low-key kind of nervous having a scarcity mindset thinking, that, oh, we don't know what else. We're going to keep talking about, child. Look but we at that. keep finding new things to talk about. Week after week after we week. We keep finding new things to talk about. And that's the beauty of this. Yeah. That's the beauty of living life. That's the beauty of commitment. You just show up, you keep doing your best, and you will be presented with what you need. So, because y'all showed up here today, we're going to give you what we think you need. Mm. Really, it's what we be needing, yeah. honestly. So, I was listening to a podcast, and before I get into like listening to a podcast, I have been having this overwhelming feeling, and I feel like I've probably mentioned it on one of our past, most recent episodes about really honing in on my authenticity And just making sure I'm not being overly influenced. Like, you know, we did Mm -hmm. the in and the out list. And that was on my out list. Being overly influenced. Copycat looks. Same teeth. Same lips. What? I don't have it, but that's just an out for me. Same teeth? Yes, the veneers. Oh. (laughs) You know, like, it's starting to become a real clone-ish look. Like, it's really, like, I had watched, like, an episode of College Hill with Ray J. Mm -hmm. And then... And Dream Doll was on there. And I'm like, everybody's starting to look the same. Yeah. You know, like the same look. And it was the teeth. It was the uniform a, teeth. Yeah, it was the teeth that yeah. got me. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a fan of getting your shit, you know, together. Yeah, doing what you need to do. I love a light polish, you know. Tooth? Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I'm not anti-veneer. But... Once it's all looking exactly the same, that's when I'm anti. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, where's the individuality? Yeah. Where is the distinction? Uniqueness, you know? Unique? Where is that? And I feel like we're getting further and further away from that. And yeah. I've just been feeling an <clears throat> overwhelming pull and desire to get back to that mm-hmm. because it's easy to get away from it. I mean, look at the world that we live in. And so, y'all know I love listening to podcasts. And so this podcast came across my desk. Every time you say something came across your desk. I do it on purpose now. I know that it tickles you. It's crazy. It came across my desk because I don't follow the show. I wasn't following the show at the time. Mm -hmm. The Ezra Klein show, the New York Times. And he had an episode on taste called How to Discover Your Own Taste. And I felt like it was timely. I wasn't even searching for that, but I felt like it was something that I wanted to listen to because, again, that's how I was feeling. And it was so good. It really woke me up. It was focusing on how to discover and cultivate your own taste in a world that's so full of algorithms that pretty much determine our taste nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh. So that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. We're really talking about how to maintain your individuality In a digital age. In the digital age. Because social media has a way of stripping us of our individuality. Baby. It does, you know? Baby. 
It'll strip it. Oh, it's draped. We're Naked. <laughs> Cue the Marcus Houston. Yeah. I love that. And song. the thing about being online is that rightfully so, it's the place where we can curate. And I'm using curate very loosely, given, you know, mm-hmm. where we can curate our perception, the way we want to be perceived. We can put it in a box and present it in such a way. And I feel like that's what all of us are doing. I don't know anybody who's getting online and just letting the real raw hang out, being completely naked. And something that I can appreciate is when people push against the status quo and the aesthetic and the algorithm, right? Like when you see those creators who are like, this is for the girls who don't have an aesthetic kitchen. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love I've seen that. that you know, TikTok. this is the girls who still have the white fridge. Yeah. This is for the girls that have brown cabinets. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, because that is real. Last night I had seen somebody dancing doing a challenge, the wall to wall. You know, I've been really loving that. Then, then, then. And the girl was like a regular, regular girl doing it. She wasn't a dancer and she just <laughs> did the best that she could. And people were liking comments saying, this is relatable content. This is probably the closest. She did the best that she could. It's tickling me. Because the truth of the matter is that's probably how I would look trying to do it. Right. You know, and what we, we all don't come we, up there with a choreographer. Yeah, the smooth. And what we appreciate, what looks the best to us is somebody who's executing it like a, with a sharply, with a knife. And typically those people are the dancers. They've made it look the best that it's going to look. But the real deal is somebody who got up there like me, <laughs> somebody who got up there like me, who was like, listen, this is what it feels like when I do it. If people were like relatable content, this is probably how I would look. And I'm like, yes, let's push against presenting things in a way that is like will be perceived a trendy way. Yeah, the trend, you know, and we know what what the trend means, what's in, what's cool. Yeah. I was like, yes, I love seeing that. It felt so real to me. And I feel like that's what we're missing on social media is the realness and the distinction that like, this is you. This is me. This Yeah. Is who this are is you a- really instead yeah. of like presenting yourself in a certain way to be perceived a certain way mm-hmm. that's what's missing who we really are yeah and honestly like following these trends and doing that causes us to conform yeah trends really push us into conformity and so conformity can be described as the act of matching our attitudes our beliefs yeah. and our behaviors to group norms what everyone else is doing because honestly we don't want to stick out like sore thumbs no it's much easier to make sure we're in alignment with the collective with the majority of people but i feel like what that does is create hive mentality it does like an insect like ants we're all just buzzing to the same beat going in the same direction And then we lose not only our individuality, but like our own ability to think for ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we just become so homogenized that it's to our detriment. That is problematic. It's like, damn. It has an adverse effect because the initial concept or the reason that we're doing this is because we want to be accepted. Mm -hmm. Right. Following these social norms gives us a sense of comfort and it makes us feel accepted. But like you said, it has an adverse effect of stripping away who we are at our core, our individuality. And then we start to lose like the best parts of ourselves mm-hmm. trying to fit in. And that's the part that I too want to push up against because I don't like the idea of that. Yeah. I don't like how that feels. I don't like how passive that is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In the same episode that Brittany was saying that she listened to, I listened to it as well. And I thought that there was a bar in there. There were so many bars, so many gems, but one that really stuck out to me that I resonated with was the idea that comfort is a commodity. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. people are able to commodify your comfort and what feels most familiar to you and what you like feel closely aligned to. It's not just like we align on values and belief systems, but it's like what is most comfortable for me? I want to do that thing. 
Yeah. You know? And they also mentioned how that is the dream for capitalism. Yeah. That's really how they're getting our money. Because when people say that something is lit, and I'm a victim of this, you tell me this is a product. This is what the it girls are using. You need this. You need this. And you need this, too. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. I do need all of the products you just mentioned, although I have a product that I actually already love. That's the passive consumerism. Exactly. But that's how they get us. They get our money, they get our minds, and they, they're getting our aesthetic. Yeah. It was so funny because it's true. We put little names on these aesthetics. The clean girl aesthetic. Now it's the mob wife aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Whatever aesthetic. And then all of a sudden, like, we just all love these aesthetics. I, I really hate trends. Did you see that video, the TikTok? We likely have all seen it because our algorithms are all the same. Right. All of our FYPs are the same. But it was this black girl. She was like, bruh, it is so difficult trying to keep up with the aesthetics. And everything that we're like trying to manage based on the trends that we're seeing, she's like, you go from clean girl aesthetic, you buy the hoop earrings, you buy the this, you buy the this. You're doing a simple bun. But you're doing it all right. And a lot of times it takes money to invest in achieving these looks. Then on a drop of a dime, somebody says it's actually my wife's season aesthetic. And now you got to go out and get a cheetah fur. You got to go get right. It's like just completely different from the clean girl aesthetic. So now I got to go switch on my stressful and spend money again. It's stressful for a whole new aesthetic. And it's changing so rapidly. Yeah. It's like we go from one cycle is quick girl. And so that's the thing. Pursuing the likes, the validation, the acceptance Mm -hmm. from all these motherfuckers. It's doing a number on us. It really is. Our authentic expression. I feel like it's scary. And I feel like that's part of the problem. You know how people are saying like it's kind of icky and it's this big fear about (laughs) posting on Instagram. Like what happened? I think that this has a lot to do with what happened. Yeah. This has a lot to do. Why the internet is not fun anymore. Yeah. Why it's not fun anymore. Because one, people are scared to post because they are scared about how they're going to be perceived if they don't have the aesthetic, if they don't have the things that people are saying that they should have. It's like, okay, what's the point? If they're liking something that's completely opposite from what we're told that is in and that we should be liking, it's like, okay, are people really going to fuck with this? You know and now I'm behind the curve. Yeah, I'm behind. I don't have what they're saying that I should have. And yeah, I'm nervous. It's just too much. Yeah, It's too much. And it's time that we free ourselves. Yeah, We have to free ourselves because it's sickening. With the amount of excessiveness that we use social media, it gets hard to really distinguish what is your true identity. What's online versus what's in real life? Like all of the, the lines get too blurred. Just like with the it girl, like selling the, the dream of being an it girl or I seen luxury black girl is out. There's been so many errors, so many aesthetics. They were like luxury black girl out something. They were like black girl luxury. Black girl luxury is out. So what's in? I cannot keep up. But that was a thing. And I'm how like, is stuff just going out? Like if that's really who you are at your core. You but that's the thing. It can go in and out because it's a trend and people are just following the wave. So it's like, yeah, we were practicing black girl luxury for a stint of time. But now we're actually over that. And this new thing is in. That's how it goes in and out, because it's not about authenticity and what truly resonates with you and how you show up. Right. If that was the case, then it wouldn't be an in and out. Right. It's, it's just, just, this who, I just am. who I am. I saw I was reading something about that because they were like a trend is the eclectic grandpa. What? Having a whole bunch of like different eclectic pieces and they're like, bruh, this is not a trend. That's real. That grandpa has collected yeah. different pieces from different time periods and it has cultivated his style and his taste. And you're on a mad manhunt <laughs> trying to find all these things to pull off the eclectic grandpa. 
for a little trendy. Is this for men? This is like the men aesthetic, eclectic grandpa? They didn't specify. I'm guessing since okay. it's a grandpa. But they mm-hmm. were just giving an example of like, you know, how we name things and make them trendy. And it's not really authentic. You know, like that is authentic to the real eclectic grandpa. You know, someone yeah. who's been living for years. Yeah. And he has his things. And, you know, he has so many collectibles and different things that he's gathered that have made up his like personal style and taste. Mm-hmm. And here we are scavengers. Yeah, it sucks when people try to commodify culture, like certain cultures, you know, even subcultures like the brownie lip the hoop earring like y'all we've had the brownie lips we've been wearing brown lip liner and lip gloss forever in our community you know what i mean it sucks when things just have this wave where people feel like they can take it or real clear example is like the way the internet blows things up and becomes a trend is like the mayel mayel the the mayel stint (laughs) you know where people are utilizing products and things that it's not necessary i know that there was a we mayel tried to say it's for all hair types but you know the real vibes you know who it was created for the for us by us and even that right marketing has made it where there can't be an individualistic approach to certain products because everything is commodified yeah you know is it really that you're fucking with this because you like it or because some influencer told you that you should like it probably the influencer sucks a lot of it be the influencers telling us that we should. Yeah, commodify because it's packaged up so nice. It's packaged up and so so nice. Honestly, I seen, I seen a girl. I seen a girl online. On obviously, all this is going to be referencing TikTok because yeah. that's where we are. She was like, "I'm so grateful. I'm I love the girls who put the outfits together and they tag all the brands, baby. Because I had that exact outfit. I went out and got those exact items for my birthday, and I wore the exact look and ick." Yeah. Big ick. Like you had to go and get the exact from, from the head, to, head toe. to toe. The jacket, the shorts, the boots, I think the bag. And I'm like, there was nothing in you that said, I like this, that, the third. And I'm yeah. going to take from that and, and flip, flip it, it and make my own. You had a photo on the internet with somebody who has the exact outfit on as you. The who wore it best. That is just weak as hell. Yeah. I'm like, we got to get out of that. We have to. And it's it's time we fight back. That's mm. why I think that it's, I'm happy we're having this conversation. I'm happy that a lot of people are starting to have a little bit. It seems like it. I don't know. <laughs> we should. But do you feel the pressure to conform to online trends? How does it affect your sense of self? I feel like there's a naturally a sense of pressure, right? If you're not tapped in. And I'm going to use trends loosely, not necessarily in the way that I dress, Although it can start to creep in on you, but like participating in even dance trends or things that people are doing online, there's this like fear of missing out that we have so deeply rooted in us that like, if I don't do that thing, then I've missed out on some experience, some feeling that I didn't get because I didn't do it. And then when you don't do the trend or when I don't do the trend, then it's like, okay, let me just Homer Simpson into the background because I didn't even participate, you know, like when certain things are happening and you don't jump on the wave, it's like, damn. And miss yeah. that. What about you? Pressure. I definitely have. I felt the sense of like, if people are saying that this is the thing, let me tap in and see if it is. You know, like mm-hmm. it happens with thing. It can happen with small and big things, makeup products, yeah. perfumes, bags. And I was thinking that I was telling Germany that when I was um at the airport in London. They have a bunch of designer stores, like a lot of like big international airports do. And I just went in there and I was looking at the different bags and I'm like, all of these beautiful bags. Why is it that a couple of people start wearing this one bag? Mm, Style. 
yeah, this one style and like everybody's wearing it and like this is the it girl bag. If you get the other bag, we don't really give a fuck. <laughs> but if you have this bag, yeah, this one is saying something. Yeah, We can easily identify it. It's in right now. It's trendy. Like it's shit like that. You post this perfume, you we know what the fuck going on. But it's, then the tea is that the way the dupes are running the street, I don't really know if Okay, we're that's one thing. <laughs> even with even if you do get the dupe though, I mean I'm just saying you're getting the dupe deal or getting perceived the same way if people don't yeah, know that it's a dupe. This is true. You know? So this it really true. that's the thing. And it's like there's a pressure there. we we put this pressure on ourselves and we I've even been guilty of making my own assumptions about people when I see them in something. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't be knowing shit i don't be knowing a damn thing right but there's that and this is why we do what we do because we want to be perceived a certain way Mm -hmm. and i that's the part that's the part about my sense of self that i don't want to be there i want it to be whatever you see me with is because i genuinely want it i don't care how i'm being perceived this is something that really reflects my style my desires and if you like it great but i like it I want that to be loud. And I don't think that we need to go off the deep end, you know, mm-hmm. and try to be so anti everything. Like, oh, my God, no, it's the trend. You know, there's going to be things that are trending that resonate, feel like authentic. And so, yeah, I will indulge. But I don't want my whole life to look just like a trend after trend after trend with no sense of mm-hmm. uniqueness sprinkled in the mix. Yeah, I understand. That's how I feel about it. I love that. I love it. So. We're going to keep this conversation going, but we just have to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. 
That's right. Lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. 
I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories. And I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Okay, y'all. So we're back. So I think a big thing about maintaining our individuality is really tapping in. And like Ezra said, discovering our own taste, refining it if you have an idea about it and owning it, Mm -hmm. you know, like really figuring out what makes you you. Why are we running away from our little quirky ways? (laughs) (laughs) Why are we hiding the why are we hiding our true authentic selves? Because we, we know why. Because all the times our, our quirky ways don't fit into a easily identified box where it's like, oh, all the quirkies come over here. It don't always feel like that. Sometimes it's like, I don't want to be the quirky. I want to be the cool. I want to be the chill. I want to be, you know, so it's easier to be like, let me go ahead and suppress the quirky ways. Let me pick up the more cool, chill. Let me turn into this version of myself. The automatic yes. Yes, exactly. Instead of pushing the envelope. But I really love the people who push the envelope. The Pharrells, like, look at him, Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. I really love people. They almost are the innovators. They become the innovators in this sea of like fish just swimming upstream. Yeah. And like, this is no shade, but I, I really like admire and love people that just have their own clear, distinct taste style. Like, I'm not really moved by like a Jada Wada. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's a beautiful girl, but like, as far as, oh my God, Jada Wade aesthetic and all that, like, that is. Because you could lump that aesthetic with a lot, a of, lot girls. of people. You can put a lot of people in the Jada Wade category. Yeah. Damn near all of the influencer girls. Mm-hmm. No tea, no shade if you have any work done. The BBL girls, I'm yeah. just, it's no shade. Right. But it's a certain type of aesthetic, you see? We've been able to identify it, even that. And it's really easy to duplicate. It's really yeah. easy, especially when you see it working for someone and they're yeah. tagging all of the things. And yeah, we can easily go hit a pretty little thing or whatever and get the things and put it on. Mm-hmm. But I think that is something so special about really having a refined taste that really screams like I'm a grown ass, mature woman who yeah. is really put together. Yeah, I love that. And taste, when we're talking about taste, is how we define ourselves through the things that we buy and what we ultimately find like tasteful, good to us. Like this makes sense to me. That's what taste is. Mm -hmm. And the thing about taste is I feel like we have to get more comfortable with understanding there's your taste, there's good taste, there's bad taste, and there's my taste. Right. We have to get comfortable with being like, this is my taste. It might be different from your taste. Right. But it's mine and I want to honor it. And I think that's just what makes it good. Yes. So when people compliment your good taste, they are likely appreciating your ability to aesthetically judge. Your eye for what looks appealing, balanced, or attractive is just in different settings. Clothing, home decor, art, food, rest, you know, you really have an eye. You're really able to aesthetically judge like, ooh, okay. I can see this. Mm -hmm. I can see this. Also, the ability to make stylish choices. 
the stylish. Yeah. Now with this, this is your ability to select clothing, decor, or items that they, like we said, they can be trendy, but also things that have like a timeless elegance to them. Yeah. Like after years later, it's like, wow, this is still the piece that's hitting. Yeah. People that still have those pieces that hit that are timeless. Those people likely have taste. You were able to see something in that. Also, your ability to combine elements effortlessly, harmoniously. It might be colors, textures, textiles, elements in a way that are visually appealing. Mm -hmm. I love that about people where you're like, oh, I didn't even think those two colors or those two kind of prints can go together. or That fabric can look really well. The plant mommy is somebody who has a bag. She's she's deep in a bag. Not the plant. She used to be the plant mommy, but now it's Tiffany. Although that's her wheelhouse. But like it, decor. it is because she has taste. Yes. I'm like, you got it, girl. You yeah. got it. And lastly, they are complimenting your ability to appreciate quality, mm. right? You're, they're recognizing that you are able to choose items or experiences that are high quality, that there's a certain craftsmanship here, and that there is sophistication. Yeah. It's all of those things. It's a culmination of all those things. I was reading that or listening that it used to be like seeing if you had taste, you really had a coin. Mm-hmm. Because it took money to acquire taste. It does. You it know, does. it took money to acquire taste because our taste is curated through different experiences. So you have Culturally. to be able to like, you know, have these different experiences. Some people get their taste from traveling mm-hmm. to different places. Some people get their taste from trying a bunch of different things. Experiencing culture in various aspects, right? Yeah. Like going to the museum, going to the art gallery, going to different concerts and things like that. That stuff was not cheap. That's what they call being cultured. Yeah. You have a certain ear for music because guess what? You've sat at the symphony. Exactly. You've gone and listened to live jazz. You've you heard a quartet live. You've allowed yourself to experience this music in different ways versus just being what you're being fed. Like we're listening to Drake now. Yeah. We're listening to Sexy Red now. Yeah. You are pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone to really like tune your ear to what you really like and then curating your musical taste off of that. And I love that taste you can understand or like see people's taste through different things. Yeah. I feel like now it's just like, what's your clothing taste? You know, like we kind of are looking at it that way or we can look at it that way. But my ex's dad had a really great understanding of like culture in a way that I had never experienced before. He was a member at various museums in the city. He would go listen to live music. He was always consuming different mediums. He's a boomer. So he wasn't on social media, but I'm like that immersing yourself in that level of culture like you can tell when somebody has a refined eye or taste for certain things like let me put y'all onto this here tickets to go see this jazz my auntie i love that alvin ailey performances she collects different pieces of black art like she's like an art curator her home is like a collection of her culture and all of her different experience she's well travels yeah and that's the thing like creating and curating your taste developing your taste takes time and intentionality and intentionality trends make us feel like we could do something overnight because technically we can you get a blueprint you get a map you go get the shit you order you put it in your cart and then you're trendy but with taste it takes a lot of time because you're more picky Mm -hmm. you're picking through like i like this i like that Mm -hmm. Hmm, you're trying different things i don't like this yeah like you're really refining what feels good to you and that takes time years and that's why i want to bring back gatekeeping Yeah, we got to bring bring it it back. back. We have to bring it back because I feel like there's a certain you hit the nail on the head. And I I wanted to bring this up. The idea that 
everything is so accessible, right? If you see something on somebody, it takes nothing for you to go get it in an instance and you'll have it tomorrow. And then you're wearing it in the next few days. Yeah. But bring back the times where if somebody didn't tell you what they had on, you had to scour and forge (laughs) for it. Okay. There is a certain something right that brings up your really refining and building your own taste and your own style when you have to dig for it work for it I can't tell you everything I can't tell you I got this I don't want to there will be some things that I will share but y'all I don't want to no no. I don't want to be a clone I don't want it's okay because people will sort of drag you for that if you don't want to give them the tea if you don't want to share every little detail but I think because we're in the age of influencing where that is a part of the marketing strategy where I'm going to tell you word step by step so that you don't have to do any work and you can get, achieve this look. No, actually go figure out how to achieve it. Right. And like you said, I think there's a space to share, but there also is a space for res- reserving it for yourself. Exactly. This is mine. Reservation and preservation. You really got to preserve it, babe, because once you end up sharing too much, then now it's been duplicated. Now you're a carbon copy. Yeah. And you know what a carbon copy is, don't you? You have the multiple. Yeah, I know what a carbon copy. I'm like, you thought you were gonna give me, you know, no, 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 that I didn't know, but, but yes. somebody probably don't know. We know what a carbon copy is. All so. we're saying is that taste has become a little watered down. Yeah. In today's society, because we're trying to do what's trendy, what's cool, what's in, and we just want to encourage you in ourselves mm-hmm. to get back to that real quality taste. Yes. That individual taste, that distinct taste. Yeah. And and taste is really being able to, this was a gem that was dropped in the episode, the podcast episode that we're referencing. Taste is your ability to go into an environment and pull on the things that speak to you, that resonate with you, that move you. Not just what everybody else is saying, move them. Yeah. Or this is moving us. Yeah. This is actually what we're doing. So then you're just... Going Latching along on with to that. Like when you come into an environment, what is it that catches your eye to capture? Not necessarily what what are you know, because that'll happen. You go into an environment and everybody's taking a picture or looking at the same thing. Like, what is your Be- eye? And that's it. The thing about that is because a lot of the environments that we go into, we've already been influenced to go into. We've already been shown what to capture. So I'm here to capture. So that you know that I was here here. in the hot spots. It's identifiable that I am in the know. Exactly. We got to stop. Exactly. Let's start going into some new spots. I really get a little thrill, a little thrill off of feeling like I done discovered some shit, even though I know I didn't. Yeah, we love going to new new places. But it feels good. We do. We've gone some places before they ran. Yeah, I hate a ran down. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So I think it's safe to say it's very important for you to have your own taste. It is. Yeah. It is very important. It's important for me too. I feel like I've lost that sense of myself. I feel like in the past, back in the day, before social media, because yes. I'm, a, I'm a girl on social. Mm-hmm. There's no denying it. I'm heavily on social consuming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to have a more refined taste. I was able to easily identify what I liked without... being influenced it's just like i'll go in there and find something that i like and i feel good with it i felt good i'm like this is my shit i don't need a pinterest board i don't need any influence all i need is to know what i like and to go in there and get it Mm -hmm. and i think a lot goes into that it goes with not waiting to the last minute to when we're speaking specifically about clothing not waiting until the last minute to get clothes for an event because then I'm limited to the fucking trends. I'm limited because all I have is what's trending right now. And every single store you're going to go in 
it's going to be the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm more likely to have on the same thing as somebody else because this is what's in the stores right now. Yeah. And I'm tired of that. I hate looking like somebody else. I hate a bopsy twin moment. (laughs) I absolutely hate it. And I think that it is so deeply rooted in my upbringing because I told you my mom would be like, don't tell nobody where you got this. Oh, really? Yeah. We were raised like that. Big gatekeeper energy. From the I wasn't raised like that. I was, girl. My mom would, would be like, I'm quick to be like, my mom bought it for me. Because <laughs> again, you back in the day, you didn't see this on TikTok shop. You couldn't just go on Instagram. You weren't even able to Google shit and be like, let me go buy white leg jeans, high waist. It, that was not a thing. So if you had a look on, if there was something that I had, I would have to tell somebody for them to know to go pick it up at macy's nordstrom whatever it was you know not like we had hella options but right 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 you would have we had to kn- a lot of the same things you would have to know where it was from you would have to know where it was from to go get it and my mom would be like don't tell nobody where you got it. listen if you want to maintain my mom is through <laughs> and through an individual kind of girl she don't even want the same furniture in her house as somebody else Girl, that's the thing of the past. Everybody got the same friends now, these days. Now, yeah, because we're on social. We're being, yeah. I love the girls, and I've been seeing more and more of this. It's not anything new, but I love the girls who are on Facebook Marketplace, who are essentially like thrifting their furniture because you're getting some timeless pieces. You're getting different things that are not just being mass produced, things that took a little bit more time to make. From years back, you know what I mean? I really love that. I'm like, your home is so uniquely you that it's not something that I can just go look up and be like, orange lamp. That's the thing. Speaking of of home, why we should allow ourselves more time to really like, if you have the time to decorate your home, because just like if you're going into the mall last minute to get an outfit, if you're trying to furnish your apartment in one woo-wop. Woo-wop, yeah. <laughs> That's what we were saying, a woo-wop. It's going, to ha- it's going to look like everybody else's because what's in right now? You're mm-hmm. going to see a bunch of the same couches. You're going to see the neutral aesthetic. You know, you're going to see all of that because we are getting all of the things at the same time and we're looking at the, in the same places for inspiration. And it's just like, damn, we need to give ourselves time to really put our homes together, like hmm. our lives together. The flush of <laughs> our fucking lives. Are there anybody in individuals that you admire, like their sense of taste that's so uniquely them? Yes, I have a list. Oh, there's a few people. These are people that I feel like just look great. And I really love their style for different reasons. One is Dime. I was going to say Dime. Hey, Bookie. <laughs> Dime, I love her taste. Yeah. It looks very authentic, mm-hmm. unique. If you duplicating it, you would be able to tell. It doesn't look like she's duplicating it. It looks like she does what works for her, and she looks great doing it. I yeah. love her taste. I love that. Gonna add on to that. I feel like Dime has a really cool ability to create her own trend, right? Like she's getting inspo from other things, and then she's flipping it and making it new. And I'm like, yes, I can see that you did something different here. The hair, the lip, the I can see it. So I really love that she has these eras of trends in her own life. Right. That's what I want us to get better at. Your own trends. Yeah. Like Like what am I feeling right now? Right. Your era. Your era. Different trends in your life. So I love Dime. I think she has great taste. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Tiffany Thompson. Yeah. She has great taste in her home decor. Mm -hmm. It is so unique to her. So intentional. Yeah. A luxe feel. I love, I love seeing that. Lauren, she's the girl who has luxury taste. She's, this is Lauren of Spice Sugar. Now she's a luxury girl, 
But it's not the pieces that are pe- everyone saying you need to get this. No, no, no. It's the pieces that you can tell that girl has taste from the pieces that she picks, the dinner parties that she throws, her knowledge, even down to like the products that she makes. The food she consumes. The foods that she consumes. She yeah. has great taste. Yeah, agree. And it's really authentic. Telsha Anderson, she has a store, a clothing store called TA New York. Her style is impeccable. Her mm. taste is impeccable. It's really unique. Really refined, detailed, it's fabulous. And then a final person I'll mention, she hasn't been on social, but when she was on social, she's a stylist. She styled us for our um shoot, Derricka Washington. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She has great taste. Love her style. Yeah. It's so uniquely her, the, the types of things that she wears, the colors, the Pack- patterns, the silhouettes. Yeah. It screams her. And I love that because you can tell when something will be duplicated if you try to... If you try to do it, sometimes it just doesn't feel right. It's just not you. It's not on you. It's in you. And yeah. that's what it is with these people. Yeah. It's in them. Yeah. It's being expressed outwardly, but you can tell that it's something that's coming from within. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that it's something that they're really taking their time with. Yeah. And I love to see it. Yeah. And they're all fly, but in their like different unique ways. And I feel like that's really what taste is. Yeah. It's not saying you're fly because you have what people are saying you're supposed to be in right now. Mm-hmm. You're fly because I can really tell that that's unique. Mm-hmm. It's intentional. And you know what looks good and what works for you. Yeah. Anyone you want to add? There's a creative that I follow. Her name is like Radika. Love her taste. I love that she travels often. She picks up things along the way and she just has unique style that is still classic. Like she has a very a twist on her classic style and it's beautiful. It's like so detailed and like put together so well. I love her style. And I also think Joe has amazing Joe K mm-hmm. of Selection. He does. Amazing taste and a very unique individualistic style of expressing himself from the types of things that he wears to the ways that he's curated his home is when I see it, I'm like, that's definitely Joe. Yeah. And I can also see when it's being duplicated, imitated. So yeah, I think you had a great comprehensive list. So y'all, you know, we wouldn't be the BGB (laughs) without some tips and some tricks to send you on your way. But before we get into those, we got to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, y'all. So we've been talking about taste. Mm -hmm. It would be really tasteless for y'all to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Listening to these episodes, getting these gems, and not taking a second out of your day to leave a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening to this show. Okay? Y'all, we're coming through. I'll give you that. But we got to keep that energy up. Mm -hmm. That needs to be the norm. Okay? So let's keep doing that. We appreciate everyone who has already taken their time to do that. We love you. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Next thing y'all can do is join us over at the Homegirl Hangout. It's an exclusive membership community where we are giving you more of what you love. So every month, Brittany and I have bonus episodes that are similar to the ones that we release on the main platform. Things that you can learn from, you can take away that are worth putting into your toolkit. We also have our monthly check-ins where we just get a chance to strip down, babe, if you will, and be a little Christina. bit more... Oh yeah, Christy. Yeah, and be a little bit more vulnerable and open. Share the details, the inner workings, the innards of our <laughs> pieces, pieces of me. Now, if you know that, you <laughs> that's a real, babe. That's a real white throwback. But yeah, we are able to just share a little bit more of what's happening for us on the personal side. There's also monthly affirmations, weekly journal prompts. 
all of the things that is available for you. Join us using the link in the show notes. Okay, so let's get back to the show. Mm-hmm. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. 
Now, here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Okay, girl. So yes, we are here to give you the tools to help you redefine, rediscover what it is that you like. This is a journey of self-exploration, self-reflectiveness, and it's your own individual journey. You're going to take it on your own and we're just here to help you along the way. So the first thing that you can do is explore a variety of activities. Mm, so this is really, yes, this is really important that we engage in, in a diverse range of activities, hobbies, and interests. This includes what we're reading, what we're listening to, art, cooking, anything that piques your curiosity. Allow yourself to... Cue the last episode. Partake in it, right? It's important that we attend new types of events, lean into new experiences, immerse ourselves in doing things that we have not done before. We got to really do it important. all. Yeah. Yeah. And if you tried something once, because this happens and you didn't like it, try it again. Yeah. You know, revisit those things that you thought you maybe didn't like because there's opportunity to see, did I really not like that? Or, you know, maybe I can approach it a little bit differently because there's going to be times where we fail. But get your ass back in the brain. You have to try. You do. Try things that feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. you know? Because there's things that we do that just feel like, oh, I could do that with my eyes closed. That was easy for me to do. Mm -hmm. But let's try something. Let's push against yeah. our comfort level and see what can come from that. Yes. Okay, next tip. Keep a journal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to these journals. Keep a journal. Yeah. Discovering your own taste is really a testament to your authenticity. I feel like this is like a stamp or maybe if it's not a stamp, it's a really big part mm -hmm. of our authenticity and being self-reflective through journaling can help you hone in on this taste, right? It can really help you identify patterns and preferences from your past activities and experiences, taking notes on what made you feel good, what you liked about something, what you didn't like about an experience, what made you feel like happy, fulfilled, genuinely excited. Yeah. And analyze those moments for the common themes and you'll be able to really put together, okay, I'm learning that I like really like yeah, this. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Next, we're going to experiment with creativity. So carve out some time to express yourself creatively if that's going to be through art or writing or create other creative outlets, maybe dance. Maybe she's a girl who wants to move her body, you know, but this can also help you realize what resonates with you on a deeper level. Yeah. And don't be afraid to experiment and try things without judgment, without worrying about judgment. Carve out your time like, hey, I'm going to do this for an hour. I'm just going to get some paintbrushes and see what moves me, how yeah. I feel. And I'm not really Freestyle. thinking about, yeah, the critiques of other people or how even judging yourselves, because a lot of times we have to put aside our own self-judgment, our own self-critique. Like this is a space for you to just express. What happens yeah. when you listen to some new music? Yeah. You know, when you listen to some classical, when you listen to some whatever it might be. Whatever. You know, what comes up? What what, what, what? comes up when you turn off the 90s R&B? What comes up when you just allow yourself to write? Yeah. You know, let's do those things. Speaking of what's coming up, that leads us into our next tip is to seek inspiration. Mm -hmm. So we're going to push ourselves to explore 
various online platforms and activities beyond. This is the key. Social media. Mm -hmm. Let's get off of it. This can be blogging, you know, reading blogs. It can be reading newsletters. It can be participating in forums, engaging in online courses, providing yourself with a more well-rounded opportunity and representation of your interest. You know, we don't got to limit ourselves social because, again, that's algorithm. Yeah. It's just pushing more of what you... You're seeing the same way you've already shown that you're interested. Yeah. And we're in, and that's what puts us in the echo chambers. So we're pushing against that. We're stepping out of that. Mm-hmm. So ask yourself, what literature, art, music, or other mediums are you interested in? There's so many different things. There's so many different museums that we can go to here. Mm-hmm. There's so many different, like you mentioned, experiences that we can dive into. We got to do it. Maybe there's like a creative that you follow who has a website where a lot of creatives have like weekly newsletters or things that they mm-hmm. put out. I, I follow a couple. Yeah, that's another way for you to kind of be in the know, but explore deeper. Like I really connect with this person. I really like their style. What are they reading? What are they listening to? What are they what deeper do they have to offer besides just the photos? Right. Or the shorts, long form. What else is there? Right. And because we are on social, we know we're not just going black. Most of us diversify your feed Mm -hmm. look for people that are outside of your norm to follow you know different types of pages to help you with this seeking this inspiration and pay attention like with the journaling to what resonates with you and why yeah okay nextly y'all we are going to be engaging in conversation connecting with others Making sure that we're having conversations and dialogues with people who think differently than us, who might share a different perspective. Think about elders. You know, we got to get back to talking. We got to get back to talking to we our elders. We got to get back to talking to our elders. I mean, people can expose you to so many different new ideas and help you discover different aspects of your personality that you might not even have thought you cared about. Speaking about the elders and my ex's dad. He was able to put us onto so many things. I'm like, you just got to tap in with people, yeah. especially people from different generations because they value different things. If you only talking to your millennial and your Gen Z homegirls, then guess what? It's giving limited. It's giving very much so limited. Yeah. It's giving limited. So final tip, and I feel like this is the most important. Oh, I was going to say something. You know the way my ADD works. I thought about something that I wanted to say. Oh, what? Oh. Another group of people who I admire their like social presence online. There's this girl I follow. And what I really like is that her and her friends are also unique. And you can look and see the individuality in all of them. Although they are all friends, they all have different like interests and styles. And if you look at their different stories, like it's from different perspectives. And I really appreciate that. I really love that the way that they've been able to honor their individuality while still maintaining community. Yeah. That can be tough to do. It can. That in can large be tough friend to- group or in friend groups in general. It's four of them. There's four of them. And I'm like, okay, I can see that you're into this. You're into that. You know, it's cute. Anyway, back to it. <laughs> so embrace change and evolution. Now, the, this taste, it can and it will change over time. As you grow, as you experience different things, it's going to change. So don't think it's going to be set in stone. Be open to exploring new interests and adapting as you grow and evolve. And allow yourself the flexibility to refine and redefine your preferences. Yeah. Maybe I once liked something, but now I, I'm tweaking it. Yeah. I love it don't that. have to be set in stone. It's not. It really does change. Yeah, we need fluidity. We need fluidity when we're discovering our own taste. We do. 
lastly, y'all, trust yourself. Now, this is the one I said is the most important. Trust yourself, lean into your own instincts and trust your judgment, right? So developing your own sense of taste is, it's unique. It's yours. Yeah. And the only way you can do that is if you honor yourself and listen to yourself. So avoid getting caught up on the wrong things, mm. right? Don't let your inhibitions, your fear, your negative self-talk, your self-judgment keep you from Leaning in, doing what you like, expressing yourself. We got to stop that. You're the only person who gets to live your life. Do it the way you want. Do it the way you want. And you may be looked at in a different way. You might be. People might be like, what the hell is she doing? But I'm doing me. <laughs> I'm doing me. That's what I'm doing. You looking at me when I'm doing me. And you should be and doing, doing we. You, you should be doing you. You yeah. should be doing yourself. Ultimately, what we have to remember is that the process of discovering your likes and your tastes is going to be ongoing. It's not something that's going to stop or you're going to figure out, oh, I like this. And then now we're done. I figured it out. No, it's going to be continuous. It's going to be you a continuous You should make it your life's journey. mission to always be actively refining out what you and like. figuring out what you like and expressing it authentically. Yeah. That should be something that stays on the agenda. So just be patient with yourself. Stay curious, stay authentic, and enjoy this time of self-discovery. Your life's work of self-discovery. Enjoy this time of being alive. And when all is said and done, what what was the word, lyric? More is always said than done. But we want more to be done than what's said. <laughs> I'm like, well, how are you bringing this in there? We want more to be done than what was said. Then let's find something else to use. <laughs> let's just find something else to use. Now, when all is said and done, you want to put leave it all on the floor. There, that, that works. You want you want to hear those words. Well, well done. done. <laughs> well done, my servant. My faithful servant. Mm -hmm. That's how I want to leave this bitch. I want to leave it. <laughs> I know this piece. I want to leave it like well done. That girl did her big one. She really went out there and did it. Imagine stifling all the pieces of me, yes, not really yes. doing my big authentic one. Yeah. That would be doing a disservice to myself. That's not what we were put here to do. That's good, Pastor Mike. Stop it. That's good. That's good, Pastor Mike. That's not Mike. what we were put here to do. We got to stop playing small. You need to be thinking and acting big, bitch. I love it. I love it. Okay, y'all. It's time to transition to our final segment of the show. It's time to pick up your pen. We're, We're dropping, dropping a gem. gem. So the gem this week, it's a, a documentary podcast. Your fave. And my fave. I'm into true crime. I'm into documentary style podcasts, things of that nature. So y'all, I started listening to The Set. The Set is a podcast. It's set in the crack era. But it's really that's an era that really entertains folks It is because it's no. fascinating. It's fascinating when I think about the crack era. Right. Just before that, black people were thriving. Mm -hmm. We were doing so well. And they had to do something to knock us off our square and plant something. Yeah. So it's, it's just a, a fascinating transition from like. Everybody doing really well to like niggas ain't doing good Damn at all. That. Yeah. But this podcast is set in the crack era and it's telling the story of the NYPD being corrupt during this time where they're supposed to be protecting the city, protecting and serving, protecting and serving and the community and keeping harm away from the community by drug dealers and things like that until they turn into the drug dealers. Okay. It's crazy. And it's a real life account. It's been never before told. And I just think it's fascinating. The storytelling is phenomenal. The sound design is incredible. And it just keeps you locked in and engaged. I think I listened to it in like one day. Damn, how many episodes was it? I think 10. 
Germany. I How think long ten, are they? I listened to it maybe in two days, y'all. They're like 45 minutes to an hour. It was kind of like I was, shut up. You know, I'm I, just I, can, I, can binge, uh, I can binge a thing. I think I listened to it in like two days, but it's so good. I'll link it. I already sent it to Brittany and she better listen. I'm going to listen. Now. I ain't going to be done in two days. Listen on your way home. You're going to be, it's captivating. So let me know what y'all think. I have a few more like that. If y'all are into those kind of things and I can share them. Okay. We've come to the end of the road. We have. This is your reminder to do the things that you want to do. Be the person you are. Want to be somebody. <laughs> you want to go somewhere. You better wake up and pay attention. Pay attention. No, but I wanted to say that let's stop throwing around authentic and authenticity so carelessly. I really want us, I really want me to lean into the person I am, the person that I was called to be and understand that that person is one of a kind. It's a one-on-one, unique, and it cannot be duplicated. Yeah. And let's really move with that sense of individuality, you know, and protect that sense of individuality and protect our ability to be so easily influenced. I want that for us this year. I want that for you. I want that for me. I want that for the community. And I want to see more innovation. I want to see people doing things that are new and fresh. We have to because, baby, in this era, I'm tired. Of you got to stay on your toes. Mm-hmm. The rug is being pulled from underneath feet every day. And this is a time to be innovative. And this, this is, is the time, time to be authentic. Period. This is the time because we peep in the frauds. We <laughs> peep in the fakes and the frauds, baby. We can spot you. Yeah. We can spot you. And I'm tired of content and things being regurgitated. Yeah. I'm sick of that shit. So take this with you. Share it. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Drop it in your group chats and let us know how valuable it was to you. We love you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.